0: Listeners, welcome to another episode of Titanic Minute, your daily podcast. We talk about the movie Titanic minute by minute. I'm your co host, Robin. Join us always my good friends joe and duff
1: hello
2: ahoy
0: all right guys we lied to you yesterday because you expected a google group monday and we didn't give it to you so duff let's just give it to him right away yeah give it to him give it to him just do it google Group.
1: Monday's my Monday is it. It's Tuesday, but it's Monday Uh, somewhere, possibly, depending on when you're listening to this. So (laughs) technically, we didn't lie. Time zones. Time zone after time zone. Mm -hmm. Time
2: after time Step into
0: the time zone.
2: All right. So (laughs) going back to February 21st, 1998, Titanic is at the peak, the peak of its uh, box office power and cultural saturation, and we have a discussion going that uh, the beginning is not important, but I was going to just tell you that it's titled A Hypothetical Question About Jack and the Boy, being the boy that Jack uh, helps out later on. This, much like Monday's episode, this thread goes places, and by the time it gets to a thread titled What About the Rats, (laughs) we get someone... uh, we get, hold on, I'm looking up their name. It is, I'm not sure how you say it. It's T-H-A-I-S. Is that Thais? Thais? I don't know. No, I do We'll say Thais Herdison.
0: Asked the wrong person.
2: <clears throat> who says, I am angry at the men who survived because there were 48 children who died. Two of them were infants. In situations like this, children first, then women, then the men last it's a survival instinct that does not consider overpopulation problems. Hmm. Girl, I am all for women's rights, but really, as a woman, I can make 10 new men. And uh,
0: mm. like Newman from Seinfeld? Uh,
2: lower, l- two words, lowercase, new men, okay. like I can breed more men. Okay. okay. Sounds sexist, but those are just facts. I would not object to men saving themselves, but to sacrifice women and kids to do so, no. These men who survived were thieves.
0: Oh, man. So, uh, what, were, what are there any highlights from the uh, thread that's worth talking about?
2: Uh, I mean, the whole thread is is pure internet magic. Um, someone said, I hope this was a joke. Female life is more important than male life because they play a more significant role in the breeding process. Mm. They're, they're stating that as a question. Uh With the same line of reasoning, it's a good thing that Cal lived and Jack died because Cal employs thousands of Jacks. It's not nice to place value on life on the grounds of how useful it is to society. Besides, let's face it, we don't need any more people. (laughs) The world might have room for a couple billion more people. debatable but nobody is going to lose any sleep if they never come either first of all the world does not have room for billions more people we're actually overpopulated by a factor of two so jay wiley you need to do some research
0: all right well thanks internet for all of that
2: hold on hold on i got one more okay uh, they said, this is just plain stupid. First of all, you can't make 10 new men by yourself. You need a man to do it. It, does, it <laughs>
0: takes two, baby.
2: That was all I got. Just uh, yeah. uh, right. This This was the birth of uh, an MRA reddit thread right here. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay. All right. All right. All right. All right. Let's do it. It's Tuesday. We're starting it for real. Minute 132. In this minute, the steerage crew breaks down a gate. Guys important question here we have jack we have rose we have fabrizio and we have uh tommy is that his name did i say that tommy. correctly tommy if they what would be the name of their band
1: <laughs> d- d- what like if, these three guys
0: no no you, rose is in a two. Oh. um and if it's hard to, to answer that, let's start with this. Which instruments does each play? Who's uh, the lead? Who's the lead singer?
2: Tommy. Tommy is the lead.
0: I think Jack's the lead.
2: No, Jack is the heroin adult lead guitarist.
0: <laughs> what does Rose do? Is she Is she the uh, bassist?
1: Yeah, well, I think girl, she... only, girls can only play bass.
2: I I was going to be even God. more demeaning and say tambourine.
0: <laughs> uh, okay. All right. You guys have a much different variation of this band than I do I have I have Jack as the lead singer I have Fabrizio as the charismatic guitarist I have Rose as the drummer and I have Tommy playing bass
2: hmm I don't see Tommy as a bassist I kind of see Fabrizio as wearing uh, a one-man band contraption like Dick Van Dyke and Mary Poppins
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay.
1: Okay.
2: Uh, their band's name is the Hand Gestures. <laughs>
1: okay. All right. Tommy and the Stereotypes. Dude. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's actually a, a good name in general. Yeah, it's like, like blank, that. blank, and the Stereotypes.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. All right. Well, you know, something to think about. steerage so, chime in on if you have anything on that. Uh, so they the 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 band. Uh, Tommy and the uh, stereotypes—they, they rip out the bench and they break open the gate. And a little uh, going, you know, going uh, what happened backstage, sort of stuff behind the scenes. They shot this at like four a.m., five a.m. It was towards the end of a day. Everyone was dead tired uh, from shooting all night. And Jason Barry, the guy who plays Tommy, said that he hurt his chin lifting up the bench, and Leo hurt his shoulder. And they both were like in between takes had ice packs, uh, in between to sort of like you know not get more injured, uh, and then uh, and then they ended up like shooting this and you know ended up working pretty well. Uh, I will say that uh, Rose does a pretty good job project managing this whole thing. <laughs>
2: Get back! Get back!
0: Get back! She tells me to get back. She does all that thing. Like she's, she's like the uh, person that when uh, a friend is moving, she's good to have because she knows how to like, you know, she knows the angles. Well, she knows ob- the best things to bring in the furniture. She's the obviously order. the brains
2: of the outfit. Because sure, I mean, the others probably haven't had much schooling.
0: No, that's true. Uh, the steward guy still incredibly obnoxious. Tommy punches. So, can him.
2: I? Can I just say one thing? So isn't it against Hollywood union rules to work at four and five in the morning?
0: I don't know. I don't know. How does that change? I mean, that's the thing I think is so crazy about all of this This is all shot at
1: night. I would assume that a, the union isn't recognized in Mexico and B uh, it's probably more about like how many hours per day you
2: work and not so much about when those hours are.
0: Yeah. Hmm. I
1: think, I think you might be right on that.
0: Okay. Um, That's,
2: that sounds reasonable. I'll believe that.
0: Uh, so Tommy uh, the Stewart guy still just obnoxious Tommy punches him with his left hand on the commentary uh, the actor Jason Barry was very proud of that punch
2: (laughs) James Cameron says it's one of his favorite moments in the film
0: it's not scripted either I don't think because in the script says to the guy if you have any intention of keeping your pathetic job with the white star line I suggest you escort these good people to the boat deck now. And then in the script it says, class wins out. He nods dumbly and motions them to follow.
2: Uh, I like the film version better.
0: Yeah, I agree. Uh, Guys, I have a deleted scene to talk about. And it's a long one. It's a doozy, if you will.
2: How long is long?
0: It's got three scenes in it. Are you ready?
2: Uh Uh-huh. Okay. I'm prepared. All
0: right. Deleted scene. This happens right after the uh, the punch. We start at Lifeboat 6 with Molly Brown, and she's still rowing, and the crewman is yelling at people to put their backs into it, and there, you can see flares going up, and everyone's sort of quiet because they're watching Titanic sink. The movie? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they got, a, they got it on their iPad. Uh, and then Captain Smith, uh, back to the deck, Captain Smith, Gets on a megaphone, this big brass megaphone, and he tells them to come back to the ship. And Molly Brown, because she's a good person, she wants to go back because they have room, right? I mean, they sent all these lifeboats out with not enough space. And the crewman Hutchins, Hutchins is like, "No way!" He's like, "The Sutchin will pull us back down," which apparently was a real uh, concern at the time, and partly why the lifeboats apparently said. They didn't go back because they were worried that as Titanic was going down, that suction would just would just suck them down. Um, they were so, kind of
2: they're kind of right too.
0: <laughs> yeah, they they might be. I have, actually don't know. I mean, if uh, not,
2: if not sucked down, uh, tossed about, we'll say. Yeah. And uh, so and wait, Hutchins Captain, Captain Smith. That's his grand, back. grand idea
0: to, to call the lifeboats back so they can put more people in them. Hmm. And then Hutchins ignores it. And Molly Brown wants to go, and Hutchins says, it's our lives now, not theirs. I'm in charge of this boat now, row. So Molly Brown, not a fan of this guy, nor was she in real life when she testified about everything that happened.
2: Then... Does he say, I am the captain now, Irish?
0: No. So then we go to the gymnasium. One of our favorite places. Hey, <laughs> <Wait>, what? <laughs> the gymnasium. We're in the gymnasium.
2: Yeah, now. I, yeah, I, I heard you. I'm just. Uh, the, I'm, we've got. A, I'm ready. A bunch of
0: first class uh, passengers. They're in their little their little life vests. One guy is in a sweater, and he claims he's not going to wear a life vest. He says it will impede his stroke. And then, and I'm not kidding. He literally starts miming how he's going to be swimming. <laughs>
2: uh yeah I'm, I'm once again not a big ratio of scenes i would actually <laughs> like to have put back in
0: while this is happening aster is in the background and he's cutting open the life vest to show his wife how there's cork inside and that's why it floats which apparently actually happened people were in the gym the first class was sent to the they weren't sent to the gymnasium they went in there because it's right off the deck and they were trying to stay warm so aster hears the sky talk about swimming and he tells them like sort of sar- not sort of does sarcastically he's like oh yeah you know it's 700 miles for bland so of course you wouldn't want anything to impede your stroke so Aster owns
1: this guy womp, womp. okay the only thing that should impede your stroke is the bible and <laughs> 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 blindness okay
0: so the third part of this is they're on the promenade and Cal and Lovejoy are walking by and the chef and I know he's a chef because he's got a chef's hat and a big old fantastic mustache. He looks that's, like chef. That's Breyer, literally
2: required by sh- if you're a chef, you have to wear that everywhere.
0: And this this like little chubby chef is just grabbing deck chairs and throwing them overboard, like just grabbing them, throwing them overboard. grabs the other one throws it overboard, and then he takes a little breather and he just takes a like a flask of liquor and like just swigs like a quarter of the bottle. So the chef was uh Charles Joffin and he did survive and he testified that he threw about fifty deck chairs for people to grab a head, to grab a hold of related. he also testified that he was drunk the whole time <laughs> well, yeah.
2: hey Sweet. smoke them if you got them. I mean, yeah so uh, you answered the question <laughs> with the follow-up, but I was thinking, so is he throwing things overboard for people to grab onto or does he think if he jettisons enough weight the ship won't sink
0: oh there we go there we go it's like the uh, the elevator logic yeah you just put all you, but they should just put all the weight on the part that was uh,
2: yeah just move everyone <laughs> to the end that is uh, going up in the water and yep. have everyone jump at the same time yep. and then it'll uh, it'll balance out
0: yep. yeah. yeah everyone knows that yep. uh, too bad we weren't on that boat
2: I know, good Chip. ideas.
0: Okay, back to the movie at hand.
2: Uh, I have a tidbit uh, from the Cameron commentary. Uh, okay. He says that uh, a this event that we just got past of the gate being knocked down uh, actually happens in real life. Uh, he made sure to mention that it was some Irish guys who did it. And it reminds me of when my elderly father uh, will say, will add the ethnicity of people for no reason, just to, you know, punch up the story. Mm -hmm. And so uh, I think James Cameron hates the Irish. (laughs) Because he's like, yeah, some Irish guys really did this in real life. And I I was thinking, why do we need to know they're Irish? Yeah. (laughs) That's a good point, actually. It's like when my dad will talk about... It's like, blah, 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 and, uh, the Mexican roofers. And I'll say, w- why is that relevant to the story? <laughs> Good question.
0: Uh, back on the deck, guys, we have the sweeping crane shot. Just chaos. Uh, my favorite part after watching this minute over and over again, is there someone that has a beautiful jump and dive?
2: Yes, I noted that as well, <laughs> that there's someone who cannot wait. I mean, obviously, you know, panic is setting in, but uh, it seems a little early for that.
0: Well, they're clearly a good swimmer, so they were just like, no, check this out. I'm good.
2: Maybe maybe it was that guy showing. In the sweater.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
2: Showing off his uh, his backstroke.
1: Yeah. Um, The camel jumped first. That guy was just chasing it. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That's Joe going after the
0: camel. So. Uh, There's some woman that's standing on the edge uh, and someone pushes her and she drops onto the side of a boat. So I had a lot of questions about this, guys. Um, What's the story of this push? Is this accidental? Did someone just bump into her? Did they trip? Uh, Was it? did someone just dislike her and was like oh man i hate that lady we've had to sit next <laughs> to her at this table because like our, our, on cruise ships you get assigned a table i think generally so i wonder if someone's just like some woman just like i hate this lady i'm gonna just actually it's the guy who pushes her i'm just gonna just shove her right off or this is my theory is this planned
2: you is mean this,
1: it's she? Like she's a husband doing... getting rid of a wife.
0: No, no. This is a, this is the elaborate plan pan, plan, where it's like a husband and wife, and the wife's like, they're not gonna let me on that boat. I'm not pretty enough. And the guy just, I got a <laughs> what? Uh, Listen, I don't know. She I don't looks
2: pretty. I mean, the way she was dressed, she it seemed like she would have been first class, and she would have been let on a boat.
0: Yeah, but they don't like her because she's. Uh, I don't know. They have. They don't like her because she she spends all the she spends her she spent the entire time on the electric camel, and they were waiting in line. Mm. So the husband's like, "All right, here's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna run into you. Like I'm pushing you. You'll fall onto the boat, and then you're gonna be safe because they're gonna let you on that boat. Because listen, they're not gonna, you know, they'll find space for you. But unfortunately, what we see happens instead." Is they just drag her from one deck other, and she gets dragged off that boat? Then she just even get on that boat?
1: I think it's, I think it's a murder. Okay, I think they're just—it's an opportunity to do a crime, and it's you're almost guaranteed not to get caught. Like this is a perfect time to do a
2: murder. As as I said earlier, you know, smoke them if you got them. Get out that bucket list because not much time is left. Is murder on your bucket list? Well, here's your chance.
0: I probably shouldn't ask you guys what's on your bucket list on a sink, on a sinking ship, should I?
2: I was going to ask: Is murder on your bucket list?
1: No. <laughs> there no was, was a
2: pause.
1: I'm also <laughs> going to say no.
2: <laughs> Joe, it took Joe way less time.
1: Oh no! No way! No way!
0: Uh, there's also a guy on this boat on this lifeboat he grabbed like a rain gutter or something i don't know what he's swinging and like shoving into people but it looks like some rain gutter um
2: i think it's a post of some type i think it was part of the lifeboat structure okay. but yeah he's he's using some strike breaking tactics there <laughs> like a pinkerton
0: yeah uh Finally, a uh, little fun fact here. Cameron, uh, apparently on the cast and crew commentary, they, they mentioned how uh, Cameron made sure that the timing and order of the lifeboats was correct. So, like, which lifeboat went out, all that timing was correct. But spoilers, guys, did add fictional elements along with eyewitness accounts in between. Yeah. Yeah, so he wanted uh, mostly truth in the timing to be correct, but some things he, you know, made up. He made up some things.
2: Like when the Great Gazoo is in this movie?
0: <laughs> like the camels. Uh, finally, this minute ends with uh, a, a lie toler has a meltdown. He aims his gun at the passengers and tells them all to keep order. Keep order! Keep order here! And he tells me he'll shoot them like dogs. Listen, guys, I grew up in a rural area, I've never shot a dog.
2: I thought you had actually.
0: I I no, I've never shot a dog. I had a dog that got hit by a car and uh this is very sad actually, uh wasn't able to like use her back legs. And yeah. we took her to the vet and we we're like, Oh I mean, I wasn't at the vet, my mom took her to the vet and like talked to the vet and was like she got hit by a car. Obviously she's in trouble. And the vet I'm still mad about this. Maybe this is true, but I don't think it was. The vet said there's like a 50% chance that she'd regain the use of her legs.
1: Yeah, either she will or she won't. 50 50. 50
0: 50. So we like took the dog home, we put it in the garage, and like tried to make as like nice of an environment as we could for her. She's an outdoor dog.
2: So this dog's uh, legs had been crushed by an automobile. Yep. And your, your veterinarian just assumes like- that. This dog is like Logan and will I know. regenerate.
0: <laughs> I mean, looking back at it, I'm actually incredibly upset about it. So, like, we try to, like, make a nice little area for her to be. But, like, for, like, two days, our dog just, like, couldn't use its back legs, which is miserable. And so because we grew up in a rural area, we're not going to pay all the money to have a dog put down. So uh, I had an uncle who agreed to do it. And then I uh, got to uh, dig the hole, guys for my dog for some, my reason,
2: uh, for some reason handled it for some reason i a story. <laughs> well you you i think you told me the story and for some reason i remembered it that you had to shoot the dog
0: Mm-mm. i did not shoot the dog my they asked me if i wanted to because it's my dog and i was like no it's like when my child was born like do you want to cut the umbilical cord and i was like no nah, are you sure cool. no i really not- don't want to that does not make me the dad that's that didn't not what give, makes it bad.
2: Didn't give you a sense of closure to pull no. that trigger.
0: No. Wow. Well, no. I I so did
2: uh, the phrase I'll shoot you all like dogs. Not really sure what that meant. I'm generally I'm anti-gun and anti-shooting dogs. Yeah. Unless it's like a hero, rabid hero. dog and Atticus Finch has to shoot it or something, but that's kind of I... different
0: um he loads the gun afterwards so his gun didn't actually have any uh, ammo in it he loads it afterwards do you guys have any thoughts on this what do you think about this was he you know what's what, what do you think about him a acting like he had a loaded gun and then afterwards then actually loading it which is the worst sin
2: uh i honestly i don't really think given the situation there's no good options so i i do think he's a little bit Justified in threatening the the gunplay, because mm-hmm. the alternative is the the crowd, the mob mentality really is to just kind of rush and screw, you know, make that boat tip over. No good options.
0: Joe, oh. so what do you think?
1: I think his heart was in the right place.
0: Okay. All right. Guys, uh, let's yeah, push this. He
2: obviously didn't want to shoot people. Otherwise, he would have loaded the gun right away.
0: Yeah. I, I I guess the first part I get, actually putting ammo in it, I'm like, you can't be shooting people, man.
2: Well, he's. I think he's realizing, he's like, oh, man, it's, it's getting real now. I guess I got to load this thing.
0: Yeah. Um. And, I, and no one gave me a rain gutter to push at people. <laughs> yeah,
2: which actually might have been more effective. You can swing it around. Oh,
0: yeah. All right, guys, do you have anything else on this minute? No. We are giving. The Absolutely not. Week. We are giving the content this week. I'm going to save the survey stuff to later. We're mixing it up. We're mixing Whoa, up. It's our show. Yeah. Man. Do whatever we want. Do
1: whatever wow. we want. Are where sure right. it's okay?
2: Is that well, legal per the podcasting code?
0: It's better to ask for forgiveness than for permission. Okay, guys. uh, We'll be back tomorrow with Minute 133. And as always, a brand new heart of the ocean. Huzzah.